Hello, welcome back to the Oasis podcast, the first podcast of 2021. I am Jaina, and I am here with my friends. Oh, hey, I'm Ben. (laughs) (laughs) And Brennan. Happy New Year to you. 2021 is in the building. It's here. It's happening. The calendar's up. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's in the building. It's in the building. <laughs> it's, it's the, the truthful statement. It's like it busted in and it's here now. So what did you guys do for New Year's? Let's oh, just yeah. quick fill me in how it was, yeah. what you did. Yeah, man. A party's hard. Like normal. <laughs> Went over to a friend's house. Did you even make it to midnight? Hundred percent. First time yeah. in maybe like eight years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I was super impressed. No, went over to a friend's house, played some code names. Um Drank some sparkling juice. Uh, while we played Code Names, the kids watched The Grinch, the new cartoon nice. one. Oh, that nice. was they, they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I he just had watched fun. that one. Yeah. Uh, good times. We got home at 10 o'clock. And then I actually stayed up till 2. Wow. Yeah. Seems inappropriate. It was aggressive. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I was up. Abby, both Abby and I stayed up till midnight. No reason. We just hung out. And then... Yeah, just up. She went to bed, and I was just up. I think I was still hmm. energetic from being with people. Yeah, yeah. That'll do it. What'd you guys do? We're at the same place. We were. So. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, with some thanks, friends, for, thanks for yeah. the invite. Guys. Hang out with some friends. You didn't get that. Uh, oh, oh. oh. It. Well, well, on to the next. Uh, <laughs> taking applications for at least the resident. I'm not Jane's boss, but I can. <laughs> oh goodness. No, it's good. Have yeah. you ever heard of like Quit Flash Jackbox games? If you're looking for something to do, you can look it they're up. Fun. They're they're great with friends. They're fun. So we played some of those. So I have to have yeah. friends first. <laughs> well, you can't really. You play can play them with your kids. Yeah, you just give maybe. them give them an iPad, and you need a smart device. No, I'm not giving my kids iPads. Technology is ruining our children. <laughs> to move into the oh, topic and get away from this train wreck that is New Year's, uh, <laughs> I feel like we're off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about scripture memorization. Uh, we we looked at what we've done in the last couple of weeks, and we hadn't hit anything super discipline or overly real churchy in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> we hit a bunch of life topics, and we wanted to give yeah. you something more Jesus-following, practical. Yeah, just something to start your new year off if you're still looking for that New Year's resolution or looking for something to challenge yourself in. So, therefore, we came to Scripture memorization. So, what, what <laughs> what's this? Yeah. What is this? You know, how do we take the conversation? And let's just start with... Where did you start with scripture memorization? Like in general, from the very beginning when I started following Jesus? Yeah, maybe. uh, Man, how old was I? How old am I right now? I'm old. 32, I've been following... 33. I've been following Jesus for... Oh, he feels bad about it. Don't feel bad about that. Um, Yeah, I really... First time I actually kind of read the Bible for myself was at fall retreat in 2006, a crew fall retreat, because I was given a Bible, and they gave us this one-hour space to, hey go read your Bible. Like, this right. literally, that's what it was. It was like, we need a, it was one of those things where I felt like the leaders just kind of, we need to fill time. Let's just it. have them go yeah. read their Bible. <laughs> and it was good. And so we got into our, our, our spaces. There were bunks and, and started reading the Bible. And my other friends started reading the Bible. And I was like, I don't know where to start. Literally, I had no idea where to start. And so I was like, I go to my friend, uh, uh, Austin said, hey, where, where do I need to start? <laughs> and he goes, well, just, just start reading John. I was like, okay, so I started John. And I got, I read the first chapter of John. I was like, okay, that's good. But I like didn't have an emphasis on scripture memory until mm-hmm. probably like two or three years after that. And it was only because like, oh, I know I'm supposed to do this. Okay. Like it's, it's what I've heard. Like, okay, if I actually really want to, because you hear verses like, hey, you need to meditate on truth. You need to fill your mind with scripture, right? It's like, this is what God is like the Bible in itself itself. 
is scripture breathed out by him to help us with live day-to-day life it's like mm-hmm. okay well i probably should know what it says and then knowing memorization is a part of that and felt more almost started as a guilt thing because i didn't have any scripture memorized it was a couple years after that and i that was the only reason it was more out of guilt than anything yeah which obviously has changed over the past decade mm-hmm. but that's fair though yeah Jana, what about you? What's your scripture memory walk oh, man. like? I mean, I grew up in the church and so started reading the Bible at a young age. But even in that, no one ever impressed upon me that it was important to memorize scripture. Um, probably ever. So I have like zero like word for word memorized scripture. <laughs> I have a lot of like paraphrasing yeah. in my head and yeah, I know yeah. like that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I, I'm also very bad at memorizing things. So never really tackled it. Yeah. Mine was like I was becoming a Christian, but not quite yet a Christian. And I put it on the background on my phone because I was like, I feel like people I'm need to see that I'm supposed to be, you know, and it was Ephesians 2.8. Wait, what? And I decided, and it was great. Good verse. Really good verse. I don't know why I picked it. I think I Googled straight up. I Googled top, top. 10 most popular verses and I just picked one. Uh, so then I memorized it and eventually it was... It was kind of like a pride thing, you know. I feel like that was making me more Christian, even though I wasn't really even cool with jesus yet like we weren't i wasn't even probably yeah we weren't tight yet you know we weren't besties but (laughs) you weren't you weren't intimate (laughs) to use that word sure i love that word. yeah so that's where and then from there yeah it's changed a lot decided to i was something important i wanted to push into and did that more in college but what do you think is right now if you can think top of your head what is I think of two, there's more, even three that mm-hmm. come to my head right away. Like, what do you feel like is the most memorized scripture, or most known scripture among Christians mm-hmm. and believers? Brennan just gave me a look <laughs> that like, my daughter Alice would give me if she was annoyed with me. Well, it's, I mean, I think it's a decent question. Maybe it's, I'm, I'm thinking it's too obvious. This is what That's I've, why heard, I I've heard lately. I heard the most memorized verse was consistently John 3.16. Mm-hmm. And this pastor was talking about that. And then he also went on to say that how in recent years he thinks it's changed to be more Philippians 4.13. Mm. And he thinks this is... And a, what's the other one? It's those two and then there's one more. I don't know. That what, I come to mind for me. Top Jeremiah three. Yes, 29. Jeremiah 29. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one's probably a little bit harder for people. So I don't know if they've fully mm. memorized it, but at least kind of throw the idea right. around. But he was talking about how this transition from John 3.16, which is a great summation of the gospel, gospel to mm-hmm. Philippians 4.13 just shows our cultural Selfish. emphasis yeah. on us being able to do everything. Yep. And I just thought that was super interesting how Very you see that even in the most memorized verse yeah. among mm-hmm. Christians. It's good. Yeah. So yeah. there was air quotes on that curious. Christians. There was. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's good. Good question. So what, what is it now? Why are we still talking about it being important if... All three of us kind of have this vague start to it. What yeah. changed for us? Yeah, so there's a lot of reasons why it's important to memorize scripture, but one of um, the first ones that we would suggest is that it's just an opportunity to fill our mind with scripture. Um, and when we fill our mind with scripture, when we're able to, um, like, for those words to come easily to our mind, it that allows us uh, to receive protection and it guides us. We have that truth that's like constantly within us. Um, I mean, you can look at Colossians 3. Um, 16, it says, let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your heart. Um, And then again in Psalm 119, um, it says, how can a young person say on the path of purity by living according to the word? Um, And then a couple verses later, it says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So just as the memorization of scripture um, is an opportunity um, for us to um, kind of have that foundation set within us um, that can be um, 
influential to every part of our life as we right. live and do things. So good. Yeah, and the idea of filling your mind with Scripture comes from the reality that we believe Scripture is, as First Timothy says, it's breathed out by God, and it's useful for, for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in. Yeah. And the reality is, like, if we believe the Bible is what, what the Bible itself says it is, mm-hmm. which we believe is God's Word, so what God says the Bible is, it helps us push into a lot of different aspects of who God says He is, who He says we are. We talk about all the time at Oasis to cling to the promises of God. If you want to know God's heart for you, and we know and we see that through Scripture, and so it's like we want to meditate and fill our minds with and remember the things that I said, like... I want my kids forever to know that I love them. And in order for them to know that, I have to tell them a lot Mm -hmm. and then show them a lot. And through repetition, what happens is they remember it and it's Mm -hmm. in their head through, yes, word, but also through deed. And same thing with scriptures. Like I start to memorize these things as they get into my head and as I know them and I can say them, all of a sudden I'm actually starting to believe certain aspects of what truth is trying to say. And I think what I've found especially as a pastor, but in general, just trying to encourage one another. So like, yeah, we want to fill our mind with scripture and then an aspect of that. So, so I can counsel, so Mm -hmm. I can encourage, so I can help people that I'm coming along with. So instead of someone coming to me with a problem, even if I wasn't a pastor, it's like Hebrews 10 is let's now consider how we can spur one another towards loving good deeds. Like how do we spur and encourage one another on that we could be loving because the greatest command is to love God and love people. And so in doing this, like, I don't want to just, when someone comes with me with an issue or a frustration or a, a temptation, whatever it is, it's okay, here's what I think you should do. It's like, hey, let's go to scripture and see what God thinks you could actually do. Hmm. Here, God addresses this. And so it can be used incredibly. It's important because we can help counsel one each other and comfort one another. And also, it's an opportunity for us to actually know what the gospel is. So we just talk about John 3.16 is like the perfect verse, the verse people mostly memorize, mm-hmm. because it is a great picture of here's what the gospel mm-hmm. is. Yeah, so if I know what scripture good. says, I know how to actually share the gospel and what it says. Um, Romans 10.14, how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? How can they believe in the one on whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? How can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. And we believe the good news, which is the gospel, is from the word. If I know scripture, I know what the good news is. I know how to tell someone, here's what God says about that. Especially, man, young adults, college students, you guys, we talk so much. We're going to talk so much and always do on identity and purpose. We get that stuff through scripture. It's like Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things, I think, as just followers of Jesus in general, if we can understand who God says we are through his word and, and take that as foundational and truthful, and so memorize literally that he calls you a son and daughter, he calls you a co-heir of Christ, like that will take you through a lot of things that, that you will come up with in life. And so to be able to comfort and counsel and help each other, but just to preach the gospel to each other daily. And before I do the, the third important point that I've got, I got to ask this question, what's the difference between memory and just reading or just hearing or just... Like looking it up, you know, or these different things. What's the emphasis of having it memorized so yeah. you can give that to others? Uh, I, honestly, to me, it's just a time thing. I mean, kind of. Like one, we, and we're going to get to this. The, you're going to tell us this. I'm going to wait. You're going to tell us this. Um, it depends on the relationship I have with someone. But if I know, like most of the time, if you're going to come and say, hey, I think that does the Bible say this? I'm going to be able to tell you yes or no. Mm. I may not be always be able to point to it, but because our phones are literally in our hand, we can look it up together. Mm-hmm. So, but memory allows me to just in that moment be able to say it, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, and I think there's an aspect of it that's, I mean, when it's in you, it's like song lyrics. It's yeah. anything. It's the things you're thinking about, that's the good. things you're murmuring on, the things that. So if you're con- if you have it in your brain and it's something you've memorized, you don't have to take the time. Yeah, but you also don't have to 
like continue to you know it you yeah, know you it's, know it's it. something that's consistently helping you it helps you live it out and if you've just read it before it doesn't always do that you yeah, maybe have that's good. a vague idea of what is in there yeah. but when you've memorized something it's just given that that solid aspect of, of your mind that you can just continue to go back to yeah so even when you ask that first question at the very beginning like when did you start it's like for me i started memorizing scripture when i started reading scripture hmm. especially when i became disciplined in it more so just because i knew that reading scripture was going to be a discipline i was going to take with me the rest of my life and so it's like as i did that continuously yes i'm reading it more and more but i'm allowing it to infiltrate my mind which is then transforms to a heart and then as i'm living that out i'm remembering hmm. even in that what what scripture says and i think ultimately why is memorization most important is the third one yeah the, the last one is why we'd say it's important is just the Bible tells us that we should memorize the yeah. Bible. <laughs> I mean, in Joshua one eight, it's gonna say it's it's uh, it's the Joshua one nine. Do not be afraid, but Joshua one eight. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Like it's it's straight up just tells you that the way you're gonna be prosperous and successful is to to sit in the Word, to memorize the Word. You got Psalms one two, and his delight is in the Word, and he meditates on it day and night. That's that's straight scripture, just telling you just to. Take it in to a deep level, commit it to memory, murmur on it. That's kind of what the word meditate means, is just to consistently sit on it as if it were song lyrics repeating through your head as you go through life. And and beyond that, even when the Bible tells us to memorize it, Jesus practiced this. Jesus consistently in his ministry is quoting scripture from the Old Testament because he probably almost certainly had the entire Torah memorized. Definitely. And you, yeah. and you see in Matthew 4 or any of the accounts that talk about Jesus in the wilderness, how when Satan comes to tempt him, Satan comes to try and take something from him or trick him in a way, Jesus goes back at him with Scripture. He has that memorized. He doesn't pull out his Bible or his iPhone and start Googling what those verses are. He just, that overflows out of who he is because he's memorized. Well, and here's like, and another aspect of even why is the word so important in memorizing this, the reality is you look at Isaiah, you look at Old Testament, even so in Isaiah, it says, um, and I'm going to try to do this by memory, <laughs> something along the lines of, so we can get to that even in general, the grass withers, flowers fade, but the word of the Lord stands forever. Mm. Uh, the reality in Hebrews tells us uh, the word of God is living and active. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. And so these uh, cutting down, literally piercing to soul and spirit of joints and a marrow, um, helping us discern the thoughts uh, and intentions of our heart. And so it's like, this is what the word does. It 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 does so many so many great things. His word is Psalm 119, a lamp unto our feet. It's a guide to our path. And so in, in all of these things, and this is why I think Jesus memorized it. He knew, he knew all, of the, all of the Hebrew Bible. Mm-hmm. He had it memorized, which is yeah. why he could point to the prophets. which is why he could argue with Pharisees. Um, it's just, yeah, incredibly important to have it memorized, not for intellectual knowledge, but to help us live a life that God has asked us to live and called us into. Now we got to ask the question of, that maybe is on everybody's mind. I'm certainly on my mind. How important is it to really have direct quotations, though? Like, how is it important is it is for me to tell you John 3.16 is John 3.16? What if I kind of know what the verse says, and I can give you that advice, but I would never be able to tell you it's John 3.16? You know, like, why does it matter? Yeah, I think, is it important? Yes. Is it the main goal and idea? No. Mm. Yeah. So like, if you can tell me that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believed in him shall have eternal life, but can't tell me that's John three 16, I'm say, awesome. You know, truth. I think it will just be helpful and beneficial to you long-term as an individual and to help other people know, like, yeah, this is totally where it says for in the others Bible. too. Yep. Mm-hmm. So is it the most important? No, is it important? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't think it hurts. And I've sat in a lot of small groups or different 
set or meeting with people and they're close, you mm-hmm. know, and they were able mm-hmm. to throw out these ideas or we know it says it somewhere, but in those settings, if you're not able to give the reference or able to That's come fair. and find Other, it, yeah. then, then you lose some of the context of it. You lose some mm-hmm. of the depth of it because there's a reason this word is preserved yeah. so accurately through thousands of years. Like the words matter. Like there is an emphasis on those specific words and it varies in translation what, what I'm going to get yeah. to here in a second. But I, yeah, it, yeah go ahead. It, it just, I think it's important because yeah. it's helping you, but it also helps so much in others. Like if you're not, Correct. if you're able to give the direct words, the direct translation. Yep. So where would we strive? Would we strive? Well, before you go there. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What yeah. Doing? I was just going to ask, do we, do we encourage people to go all the way to the verse all the time? Is that what we're practicing as three staff members here at this church? Encourage, yes, but again, what's the motive behind it? Okay. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, try to. Try to know where it's at. I mm-hmm. think that's good. I would still lean toward rather having you actually have it right than focus more on the the actual scripture, book, verse, and chapter. Mm-hmm. Like, if again, like if you can tell me that that is the actual verse and you know it is, but man, I can't remember where it's at. I'd rather have you be right than think you know it because mm-hmm. I, think, I think I know Romans 12 one says this but not necessarily have it right. Just get the actual reference right as far mm-hmm. as the actual scripture and word yeah, right. Yeah. Or try to. Another question that is probably not super important, but what Bible translation do you go for? Should you suggest, like, are they going to the Passion Translation and they're just memorizing that consistently? Or do we need them in the King James? <laughs> Oof, oh, man. I think that the translation that you're most comfortable with, I mean, that's where I would go. There are some translations that were written specifically to be memorized or specifically to be spoken. So like the New Living Translation was written specifically to be spoken out loud. Mm. Um, So like that might be more helpful in the memorization process because it might flow more easily. But if you've grown up reading one specific translation, those words are probably already in you. And so like maybe stick with that. Um, But I would say also know which, I'm using air quotes, translations or translations versus commentaries. That's super good. Or just one person interpretations. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or, yeah. That's super good. I like that. There are 450 English translations of the Bible. <laughs> yeah. So for us to tell you which one we think you should for sure do, I think is uh, no, it's injustice. N- NIV mm-hmm. or die. <laughs> I just think that's unhealthy. I really do. I think, I'm just kidding, people. You yeah. can do whatever well, you want. Well, even with that, like technically biblical scholars would say the New Revised Standard Version yeah. is one that, the, that is yeah. the one that they would say. This is probably more so just because of accuracy from word-to-word interpretation yeah. than actual like here's who did it. But you got the ESV, which is another word-to-word translation. NIV is more sentence-to-sentence mm-hmm. uh, translation of, of scripture. Um I mean, we would, and I like NLT, NIV, ESV. I read, yeah. those are my top three. Um, and I go back and forth between those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also one, like, read one that you can understand a little bit. Yeah. You won't fully understand everything. But if you're having trouble, like, man, this is, this is hard. Like, KJV for me is hard. Not mm-hmm. wrong. For me, it's hard. Yeah. That's not bad. It just is. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So then, how do they s- start memorizing? So they're listening to this for the first time. They've never memorized scripture. They never really thought it was an emphasis. Or maybe they have, and they just never have practiced it. What's our suggestion? Like, where do they start? How often should they do it? Those kind of things. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to start with just uh, start. I care more about you reading and living it out than memorizing mm-hmm. first. So if you're not mm-hmm. doing that, start there. Yeah, that's yeah like, that's And good. be consistent in that, or try to, as consistent as you can. Um, and then if you're reading and living it versus just saying, well, I'm just going to pick these verses, start memorizing what you're reading, because mm-hmm. I think that's going to help you start actually to live it out. Uh 
how as far as how often, man, I don't know. I really don't. I'm not good mm-hmm. at this. Like I, I have a challenge with uh, one of my bosses here at the church, and it's a healthy one because um, I've been reading through the Gospels where we're just like we challenge each other. Let's memorize Luke together, and I don't know where to start. Like I have, I'm four days into the new year, and I have four verses memorized. And for me, it's like, yeah, that's great, but there's 1,181 verses in Luke, <laughs> and that's daunting. And so as far as how often, I mean, do what you can handle. Don't be aggressive with it. Um, don't allow it to <laughs> Don't allow it to build up shame and guilt because you think you have to do it every day. I think memorize, yeah, what you're reading. Uh, yeah, what should you memorize? You can literally start with anywhere. We'll, we'll post some stuff that you can read. Yeah, I think memorize. that's a great idea. We'll post yeah. some stuff tomorrow, maybe a handful of verses, maybe more than that, and, and pick some of those and just try and memorize them. And how we would suggest that is there's so many practices or just ways you can even try it. So whoever wants to go first, maybe just shoot some of the ones that you've tried before that have worked. Yeah. I mean, again, I think it comes down to knowing yourself and knowing what helps you to memorize. So, I mean, some of the things that we've listed that could be helpful is creating quizlets, if that's something you like, or using sticky notes, putting them in places where you'll see them often. Um, I mean using your phone screen, like Brennan joked about earlier, but that's something you look at all the time. So maybe just simply by looking at it quite a bit will remind you to stop and reflect on it. Um, there's a whole bunch of other ones. Yeah, yeah I've done all in. three of those. And legit, the Quizlet one has been the most beneficial for me. I know it sounds so silly, but there's a Quizlet app, so you can get it on your phone, and then you just can make flashcards to flip through them. And there's a bunch of different ways. I mean, like you can take the test, whatever. It's just it's so helpful. It's on your phone, phone screens. Mm-hmm. Seems always kind of cheesy, but I know a ton of people that have, that's worked for them. Yeah. Because you look at your phone so consistently. So if it's your background, every time you maybe look at it, you pick up a word. You, um, Ben can maybe do a couple more. Uh, Seeds Family Worship is a really, really good one. <laughs> <laughs> Explain to the people what so, that is. Seeds Family Worship, they literally put melody and, and music to scripture word for word. And, and a lot of kids' ministries use them, but I like... I have, I think we have two or three CDs, and every time I've listened to it, I've memorized scripture. It's some of the music is ridiculous, like it just <laughs> is. But like I was a part of a Christmas program one year, and I was able to memorize like a chunk of Luke two, the Christmas story, because I had to sing it. But there's something about melody that helps, and I like that. Yeah. Um. I I do do, I do do. <laughs> Excretion is a sign of life, guys. Oh, so, oh my gosh. <laughs> that means you're living um but i do like to write i do like to write out scripture that i memorize so even when i'm doing luke like i'm writing that stuff out as i'm memorizing and some of these practices work i think better for if i'm memorizing a verse or two verses in a specific book versus a chunk and a passage and so it's like if you're doing a chunk or passage and want to want to push into that start with one verse and then just add on a verse and so you're doing like for me luke 1 1 okay i'm memorizing this and then i'm gonna go again either the next day or that same day i'm gonna do luke 1 1 and 1 2 and I'm going to do them together. Um, so you're just adding on versus doing one at a time and seeing how you're going to do it. Uh, I mean, just reading through it and then, Brennan, like you said, just praying over it. Yeah, I think there's something about, one, hearing it audibly. Ben has said that before, too, whether it's like the Bible app has an audible sense to it. Or there was a, a YouTube thing I was doing during quarantine called The Passion Daily, and they would just read it and talk about it, and then they'd read it again. And something about aud- aud- audibly hearing it, not just reading it with your own eyes, can help some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said repeated, repetitive reading and writing. Like, there's people I know who will read a verse like 20, 30 times a day. Yeah. So and then it's like after that 30th time you've oh, read it, you probably you have a it. decent grasp of yep, what it is, you know? Sure. So how do you continue to come back to it? And then 
One thing that I've started to practice, and it doesn't help me as much for specific verses or chapters. Verses chunks. But, well, maybe chapters. So, like, this morning I read Ephesians 1. Yeah. And when I'm reading through Ephesians 1, I make all my notes. I get out and I look through everything I want to look through. I spend my time going through it. And then I spend even more time going back through praying over the notes that I've made. And what that helps me do is it helps me invite even further God's Spirit to, to move those words into my life and to make that more real for me. It's just another way I'm murmuring over it. I'm going through it. And it, it, I don't know, it's just really been helpful for me to know like, okay, this chapter has this idea and these are the main themes or this is the thing he's really driving home. Otherwise, this was two pieces of advice that have helped me when leading small groups or in discipleship relationships. And I didn't add this to your guys' outline, so I'm going to surprise you with the last two. <laughs> But use it frequently. Yeah. Like if you have something memorized, mm-hmm. it, it, it already will come up more than you can imagine because it's just going to be th- something that's in your mind. But use that to help people. And it's like the idea that you've heard um, when you teach something, you know it better. So if you're in a counseling session or you're meeting with someone or you're talking to a friend, when you're using the scripture you've memorized, it just helps you memorize it more. Mm-hmm. And the last one is look it up. Yeah. So I've sat in so many small groups where we're close to the idea, but we don't, we'll, we'll move on or move past it. But when you, you take the time to look it up, now everybody in the group has seen that again. Mm-hmm. So you know John 3.16, you know that's what they're referencing. Go ahead and take the time to look it up and just make sure you have that reference right. Or I'll spout something off and there's a guy who's one of our friends and he does it to Ben too in our leadership meetings. He'll like fact check us. So we'll say, I think this is in Ephesians 2. And then he'll like go and look it up. And that's helpful sometimes if, if he does it, which he does it really well. But like he can help us and be like, yeah, it was this verse that you were looking for. So now next time I come to it, I've remembered that uh, that was the verse I was quoting, you know, or different things like that. So, and yeah, anytime we talk about discipline, so scripture memory is a discipline. Yeah. And when we talk about reading the Bible, scripture memory and prayer, the idea here for us is to give you some practices and things that we believe are helpful to helping you become more like Jesus in every aspect of your life. So it's in scripture memory. What does it look like for you? Cause you know yourself well to become more like Jesus in this specific discipline. If you've never memorized scripture before, memorizing one verse this year is a win. It just mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like, do we want more? Sure. Why not? But just make some sort of aspect to press into um, meditating and, and chewing on God's word because it's going to help you become more like Jesus. We don't want to just be like, here's how much scripture I memorized in yeah. my life because I have this in my head. It's like, no, how is it helping you actually become like Jesus to love yeah. God and love people? That's good. Mm-hmm. So you'll all have your list of memorized scripture and bring it to us by the end of 2021, correct? No, no. Uh, this <laughs> Sunday at Oasis, we ex- this is, we're not doing any sermon. We're just going to have people stand up and say what scripture they memorized. We're going to cut Ben's 40-minute sermon <laughs> and we're going <laughs> we're gonna to put in scripture memory time, so... No, thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in. 2021 is going to be a great year. We're excited and we hope that you get some scripture memorized in it and that it just blesses you and it blesses others. So we love you. Peace out.